Live from the Fourth and Gold Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, it's time for the school spotlight on Town Talks Fortel Paso. Here are your hosts, Alex Nicolás and the coach, Tony Grijalva. Live from Fourth and Gold Wing House, located at 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, it's time for the High School Spotlight Show live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. TownTalkSportsElPaso.com and the Town Talk Sports El Paso radio app tonight, broadcasting live on the Montwood channels. We have the Montwood Rams in the building. Coach Ariel Familigi. Coach, thanks for joining us here this evening. Special night here, the Rams. Five-game winning streak, and you guys are playing some great football. Welcome here to the Spotlight Show this evening, Coach. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, we, uh, we've been looking forward to it since, uh, since you guys asked us. Our kids have been really excited. Awesome, awesome to be here. Let's start, take us back. Uh, you know, you have, I was reading up on some stuff about you. You have a really interesting story. Uh, born in America, Samoa. Went, uh, grew up in Long Beach, California. Came to El Paso. In between there, when did football uh, start becoming kind of a, a part of, of which, basically your livelihood in a sense? Well, uh you got some of that stuff right, Alex. A little bit. Uh, uh, actually, my father was born in America. Okay. Right, I, and then uh, you know he met my mother, who was of Mexican descent, and uh, you know together they they kind of produced me, and so you know grew up in California, you know came back here, um, in high school, went to Bel Air High School, graduated from there, was fortunate to receive a scholarship to play football for the minors. Uh, unbelievable experience starting four years for them, uh, getting an opportunity to play for a WAC championship. Uh, those of you who are old enough to remember what that night was like uh, when they tore down. I was there. Yeah, they tore down <laughs> yeah. the goalposts, took them up the up the Sun Bowl, yep. threw it over. Yeah. You know, that was a that was a night that that uh, I certainly will never forget. And then getting the opportunity to to, to play a little bit professional football in uh, in the Arena League. You know, little known fact there, but uh, uh, you know that that was an experience. That was pretty fun. But uh, you know, having the opportunity to come back and, and coach football and um, give back to the to, to the younger community and teach them the things, the lessons that I've learned, um, both uh, you know, on a high school, collegiate level, and even a little bit in the professional level. You know, things that I can help them uh, improve their game and and not and and not on not just on the field, but as well as off the field. You know, certainly a lot of lessons that I picked up along the way that I, I try to convey to our kids all the time. So uh, I feel like all the experiences that I've gone through in my life ha have led me to the, the moment the, where I'm at right now, uh, the chance to impact kids on a daily, um, wonderful, excellent, uh, great kids that, I couldn't, that, that I'm so blessed and fortunate to work with each and every day. At one point during your football journey, when did it kind of set in that, you know, when my playing days are over that I want to be a coach? When did you have kind of that epiphany or maybe just that moment that this is what you wanted to do the rest of your life once, uh, once your playing days were over? Uh, I, 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 had a, I had some excellent coaches, you know, coming up. Uh, you know, I played for, for Sean Kugler when he was out here at UTEP in his first go around. He was my offensive line coach. And uh, he, he taught me to see football at... at uh, you know, from, from from a different perspective, a different level, um, a higher level, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, and, um, you know, I was able to see not just what defenses were doing, but why they were doing them and, and the things that they were thinking and, and wanting to do and positions that they were trying to get themselves in. And it kind of just started from there. And um, and, and, and ever since then, I, you know, I kind of helped. Uh, you know, I just kind of got it. I guess, and, you know, and I just and I would help the younger players, and the coaches would always tell me that, uh, you know, if things didn't work out with me in in, uh, in politics or in other things that, that <laughs> they said I might be destined for, then I could always try my hand at coaching because I kind of had a uh, uh, it was a, kind of a knack for it, I guess. Yeah, talk a little bit, coach, about uh, some of the coaches that that you've worked for and and worked under, and how they've influenced you. Oh man, I would be remiss if I didn't even talk about uh, Coach Perales. Yeah, right. You know, playing at the uh, coaching at Del Valle under him for ten years, um, I, I learned so much just watching him work. Uh, he made he made everything look so easy. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got to about my sixth year working for him, and uh, you know, I, I kind of you know that program over there at Del Valle kind of ran itself. 
Yep. You know, the way he did things. And so, you know, it, it can appear easy from the outside in. Um, and, and, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, you're, all you have to do is worry about coaching up, you know, some offense or some offensive line. It can seem like a pretty easy job. And so, you know, I said, hey, man, I, I, I'd like to try my hand in that. It seems pretty easy. And so, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, blessed to, uh, you know, receive the opportunity to coach at Mountwood and found out about my first week that, uh, he was just making it look easy. There's nothing easy about this job, I'll tell you that. Ten years, six district titles over there at Del Valle. Uh, you know, obviously the news, you know, this year where Jesse takes off to, to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you don't see that, um, you know, El Paso coaches. But one of our best goes over there. Um, you know, talk about kind of the feeling that you had seeing a guy. You know, and I believe Jesse coached you at Bel Air, too, back in the day as well. So, you know, talk about seeing him take that big step. Um, you know, and really just, you know, almost just doing it, you know, like you said, no time waits for no man. I love that. What he says, you know, talk about your reaction to when he left. You know, it was uh, mixed emotions when, when, you know, kind of a mixed reaction when, when I heard, you know, it was like on one hand, man, I'm so proud of the guy. Uh, like you said, he, he coached me in high school. He was his first job straight out of high school. He was a, a tight end slash outside linebackers coach. And, uh, you know, got to, got to work with me a little bit and give me some tips and took me on my first recruiting trip out to western New Mexico. And, um, you know, and, and so to see him get that opportunity, man, uh, you know, we, uh, on one hand, you lament the loss of, a, of such a great coach in our community. Um, and, and just, you know, I rely on him for a lot, you know, in my special in my first couple of years. You know, I'd call him, I'm sure his, he got tired of hearing from him. <laughs> you know, his phone was nonstop ringing, you know, asking him for advice on, 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 on from anything from between paperwork to, you know, how to, how, how to reach a particular kid or, or, or you know, whatnot. And so, um, you know, but, but ultimately at the end of the day, you know, it's good for him. It's great for his family. It's great. It's actually really good for El Paso. It is. I agree. Um, you know, it opens doors, certainly. And, and uh, you know, we, we I certainly, you know, being in a, a position that I'm in as a head coach in El Paso, Texas, you know, I certainly appreciate the, 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 the step and the, the risk that he's taken. Well, let, let's, go, uh, let's go back over a little bit from uh, uh, your season last year. You know, I, I know maybe you don't want to talk about it too much, but you know because it, it's you know from last year at this point at this time on the season to this year, I mean it's just like night and day. What you know? What do you attribute that? What's what's the big change? Well, uh, we we don't look at it as that there's a change. We, we okay. really look at it as, as this is who we are. Okay. You know, our first two years we came out, we won the district championship, right? You know, and so. Um, Last year was what it was, you know. We, we you know, we, for whatever we had, that we had, you know, we had the pieces, we had certain pieces, we had everything that we needed. But for whatever reason, you know, when we were we were in almost every game that we played, right. you know, and, and, yeah. and we just we 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 didn't get the game, the the job done at the end of games, and um, you know, it, it ended up the way it did with us not making the playoffs, unfortunately. But it fueled us in a way right. that. Uh, that, that very few people understand. You know, I tell I tell everyone that um, as soon as our season ended last last year, you know, we turned in our equipment and um, our seniors did what they did. And, uh, you know, we, we, we did we did our, our exit interviews and all that with our seniors and uh, with the team that was left. I told them, I said, look, um, we're turning in our stuff to, today, and there's a lot of teams still playing. I said, but all that means is that we have a at least a week head start on them for next year, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, it's it's a little bit in jest, but um, a lot of truth is said in jest, I guess. And and we we really took it that way as we were, um, you know, we got a leg up on our competition, so let's go. And we're back to where we feel we we really are as a program. You know, we we had a slight hiccup um, last year, and but... uh, you know, this, this is what we want to say that we are as a program and that we've come uh, in four years. This is my first graduating class. Um, it's my first year. Uh, these were my first freshmen when they came in. And so um, to see them all the way through, see them now as seniors um, and, and where we are as far as our record and, and, and the kind of type of season that we're having and, and uh, really the, 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 the body of work that we've done since we've been here, we feel like the program is headed in the right direction. When we, when we saw you in the spring, I mean that we didn't. When we were kind of assessing it, that didn't look like a program coming off a team a, a year that make the play, uh, missed the playoffs. So, you know, when we talked after the game with you, you talked about there's a lot of pieces around. We just got to put it together like a puzzle. 
how was that process from that point on? And even into week two, week three, as you guys are still trying to find yourself out, and now it seems that you guys can still continue to get better, but you've kind of found your peak from when I go back to the spring. Talk about that process. Uh, you know, didn't just happen in week two. It really looked like it started back in May or April when we saw you guys. Right. Well, the thing is we have a lot of versatile kids. Yes, you do. You know, we have kids that can do a lot of different things, and so when it, when, uh, when we spoke in the spring, you know, we were, we were really trying to figure out uh, where we could put our kids in the best positions to be successful, you know, and really that's that's ultimately what you want to do as a coach. You know, you want to give your kids the best opportunity they can to be, um, you know, to excel on the football field. And so, um, you know, we were trying to figure out, you know, does this kid, can, can he be a defensive end? Is he an outside linebacker? You know, we know he's a heck of a player, but where is he going to be a best fit? Maybe he's a safety. Um, you know, at the quarterback position offensively, we um, we, we we have kids that uh, you know, have played quarterback kind of all through their, their their careers, and so coming into uh, this uh, this this senior year of a lot of these guys, um, we wanted to see you know are we going to go with a dual quarterback system? Do we have you know do we want to do that or you know is one of them going to step up and say you know I'll, I'll run this offense and um, you know certainly you know of course we're we're entirely. You know, over the moon that Sebastian Galvan took the bull by the horns like he did, and uh, and has directed our offense the way that he did because that's freed up some of the other players that were potential quarterbacks to to do other things for us, uh, receivers, running backs, you know, slashers, you know, that kind of stuff. So so yeah, like you said, it was a lot of gelling, trying to figure some things out. Um, you know, that's what the spring is for. We feel like we we found it. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it was still a little bit of work in progress early in the season, but we feel like uh, we found the formula. Yeah. I, I, I agree that you really found the formula. Let me ask you a little bit. I, I was just curious, Coach. You know, you, you've, gone, uh, you've taken these long road trips uh, two years in a row to Los Fresnos. Uh, I always wonder, what, what is it like to travel? I mean, you know, we, traveled, like, we used to travel to Midland, but, you know, it doesn't compare yeah. to going, right. to, to, going to, to Los Fresnos. So yeah. Tell me about And has, do you think that's been an advantage for you? You know, as as a, a collegiate athlete, you get used to traveling, um, you know, and, and having an itinerary and kind of uh, going through a, pro- a process the night before the game, the day, right. the day of, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, for me, it was a wonderful opportunity to give our kids that kind of an experience. Um, and so, you know, we, we were very meticulous about the way we were going to travel, about our itinerary, what we were going to do. We broke it up in a way that it didn't feel like 16 hours on a bus. Uh-huh. You know, we stopped in San Antonio, um, gave the kids a little walk through in the Alamo, a little history lesson, oh, wow, a little culture. Um, of course, they breakfast there, walked around a little bit, and then um, drove over to Los Fresnos for another about five hours, uh, stopped there, had practice, and then drove over to... Uh, you know, uh, we were staying on uh, South Padre Island is where they put us up. And by the way, um, you know, what a wonderful community and, and, and excellent people that they have out there in Los Fresnos. Uh, that community out there really rolled out the red carpet for us. They made us, they, it was a very humbling feeling the way that they, they welcomed us and made us feel, um, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, really loved you know they they they, they really they really uh, spread and showed showed us a lot of love while we were out there and um and so um yeah great experience for the kids to to travel that way and uh stay the night in the hotel play the next day you know unfortunately um we we didn't come out with a win this year but uh we learned a lot of lessons in that game a lot of lessons and and uh, that have served us well you know, to the point that we're at. So, I guess that there's there's worse places that you can work, learn learn lessons than on, on South Padre Island. <laughs> I <you> know. <laughs> you, you mentioned Sebastian Galvan. Uh, you know, talking about him taking the, the reins of the offense over the past couple of weeks. It seems like he's taken his play to a different level. Um, you know. What do you see in him? Or it's, it's you know he's been steady all year for you, but over the past couple of weeks it just seems like he's been a different type of guy in terms of leading your team. You know what are you seeing in him over the past few weeks and his growth? Oh, well, just the steadiness and his uh, his ability to read what the defenses are doing on. Um, you know he, he's really seeing things. The, the game has slowed down slowed down for him quite a bit. You know he's able to see kind of what secondaries are rolling to, what coverage they're giving him, and. And he knows where to go with the football. Um, you know, and that's a credit to really our offensive coordinators, our offensive staff. You know, they put together a good, 
great game plan where um, you know he, he's got certain things that he's looking for and and uh, Sebastian has been making the right reads for us every single time you know when you notice it, at our games you know he's throwing he's not throwing the guys that are blanketed you know guys are guards are guys are open and he's finding them for a reason because he's going through his reads his progressions uh, excuse me his progressions and uh, he's um, you know, he's taking exactly what, what the defenses are giving him. He's not forcing anything. Um, and, 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 yeah, I mean, he's, he's playing very much within himself. And um, it's been great for our offense. You know, in, in looking at, at his stats, you know, what, what jumps out to me in his stats, you know, as much as you all throw the ball, you know, his completion percentage is like 67%. You know, uh, has he always been that accurate, or is that that just something that you know, that came from experience? Yeah, he's very efficient. Um, yeah, he, you know, a lot, not a lot of balls on the ground, and and, yeah. and uh, you know, it's a credit to our receivers as well. You right, know, they're, sure. they're catching the football, and, uh, but he's playing, he's putting the ball right on the money, where right where it needs to be. Um, oftentimes, throwing them open. He's um, you know, he's always been kind of uh, you know that way. He's yes. always been very yeah. efficient. Yeah, his. His strengths, uh, you know, has always been, his, his, you know, between the years. And yeah. so, um, you know, his ability to see really what the defense is doing to him, what they're giving him, and him just taking it. You know, he's always been safe with the football, um, ne- never been reckless, never been one to turn, you know, high turnover rate. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're glad that he's, you know, we're, we're glad that he's our quarterback. Your defense really stepped up to another level last week, but there had been steady improvement before that. What has been the key ingredient for the success of your defense over the latter month and a half or so? Well, I'll tell you, our defensive line is playing really well right now. They're they're uh, they're getting a push up front. They're rushing the quarterback really well, and that's allowing our our defensive backs to 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 kind of make plays out there in the secondary. Um, they're they're having some quarterbacks kind of on the run. A little bit, and they're making some, some some throws that maybe they 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 they'd like to have back, and um, you know, and, and our, our our backs are capitalizing on those things. Our defensive backs are capitalizing. So, really, I'd say it's it's been the play of our defensive line. Um, our defensive line coach, Coach Villarreal, has got them got them really working, uh, really working and giving defensive fronts fits. Chris Ramos, one of the more experienced players that you have on your roster, uh, obviously one of the most fast, the fastest running back in town. What makes him special? Simple question. Just what makes him special in your in your eyes? Uh, his toughness. Uh, if I could say, you know, if, you, if I had to narrow it down to one thing, it'd be his toughness. But I mean, there, it's hard. He's got speed. He's got um, you know incredible vision, and um, you know he finishes his runs. He never goes oh, yeah. backwards. You know that kind of thing. It's always you know what a luxury it is. <laughs> to to hand the ball off to a kid and know that you're not going to lose any yards. I mean, just to, uh, and, you know, and if you're and if you have a design a a, three, a play that gets three yards, he's going to get you five. And if it's going to, you know, or, or seven or eight, or if he breaks the tackle, forget about it. You know, um, you know, it, it, it's such a luxury to have Chris Ramos back there. He does so many things for us, and uh, he makes our offense. Um, you know, he's the reason that our our passing game is is open the way it is. You know, because he, you know, teams respect him, and, and they put they, they they don't empty a box on him, and they leave, they leave guys in there to make sure that he's not going to have a, uh, you know, the kind of night where he's going to run all over them or rack up a whole bunch of yards on them and, and make it a Chris Ramos night. And so, you know, his numbers haven't been what they've been in in, in the first few weeks, you know. But uh, you know, teams are keen on him. But you know, it's allowed other other guys like right. the, like the Yamil Oaxaca and um, you know Diego Reyes to make plays. And, and ha- have a bunch of catches and a bunch of yards, a bunch of touchdowns. So uh, I'm sure he's just he's just fine with that. You know, in uh, in watching him, that like we watched it for the for the last uh, couple of years or so. You know, at, at first, to me anyway, it seemed like he was a little bit more of a receiver type. You know, one of those possession type receivers in the slot. And uh, you know, to be honest with you, I actually expected him to see him more in the slot. You know, obviously uh, he's played almost full time in the backfield, but I'm sure you won't hesitate to use him as a receiver if uh, if need be. Right. Well, he actually lines up as a receiver for us when when we go empty in our yes. empty package. We just, uh, you know, it's not something that we've done a whole lot of this right. year with Sebastian doing the things that he's been doing. You know, out of uh, out of our normal sets, and so. Um, you know, he certainly has the ability to do that, yes, of course. But um, you know, early on in his career, he, we we used him that way because yes. you know, really, I didn't want to, I didn't want him to to get a beating. You know, sure. uh, you know, sure. running up inside. You know, he's he's 
he's he's more he's a little he was a little on the frail side, you know, earlier on as a sophomore and you know, early in his junior year and so you know, I didn't want him to take all the hits and all the bangs up inside. So we had other running backs that were more than willing to to, to run in there and so we used him out on the perimeter a lot more. Um, this this year of course, you know, we're, with the vision that he has, um, you know, he's seeing holes that and he's hitting holes that some, you know, most backs wouldn't get through. Yeah. Um, and so he's making us look good, and he's making our offensive line, obviously, certainly appreciate him. Coach Ariel Famaligi joining us here on the Spotlight Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll give Coach a chance. Where he wants. Well, let's get the defensive guys. We give the offensive guys a lot of love. We'll get some of the defensive <laughs> players for the Montwood Rams up next as you're listening to the Spotlight Show live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontox Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Hawk. ElPasoHeroPost.com, the website that cares about El Paso. Check out all the news, opinion, sports, and lifestyle from around the borderland right there on your web-enabled device. Wherever you may be, that's where we are. ElPasoHeroPost.com, proud supporter of Town Talk Sports El Paso. That's ElPasoHeroPost.com. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepared for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide, open 24-7, 365 days a year, Anytime Fitness has got you covered. For more information, visit AnytimeFitness.com. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030. Mom, I have nothing to wear. Don't look at me. My closet's empty. I think I can solve both of our problems. You can't have my credit card. But the outlet shops at El Paso has more summer savings than your closet can fit. And valet parking. Now you're talking. Grab my card. Already ahead of you. With stores like H&M, Steve Madden, Under Armour, and more, the outlet shops at El Paso is hard to get off your mind. Enjoy our summer entertainment, pop-up markets, patio bar, and new styles up to 70% off. See website for details. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call your local State Farm agent, Jacobo Akeli, today at 778-2553. There are many reasons for families to be at the YMCA this fall. Sports, we have basketball, volleyball for different age groups, even adult leagues. Our fall programs include gymnastics, art classes, and swim lessons, and much more. We even offer homework assistant program after school. At the YMCA, we watch the kids so families can work out and achieve their health goals. Families that exercise together stay together at the YMCA. For more information, call 532-9622 or ElPasoYMCA.org. Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Pole, weekly previews, game recaps, Player of the Week, the Reporters' Roundtable, podcast. Weekly standings, the scoreboard, coach and player interviews, videos, live broadcast schedule, and much, much more right here on TomTalkSportsElPaso.com. 
Welcome back to Fourth and Goal Wing House live here at 1550 Hawkins Boulevard for the high school spotlight show. Alex Nicolás and the coach Tony Grijalva join us. And uh, joining us next is some of the top defensive players from the Montwood Rams, linebacker Pedro Escobar and defensive back Neil Cardiel. Fellas, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having us. Let's start off with you, Pedro. You're one of the more experienced players on the team. Uh, I believe you're a three-year starter, uh, three-year varsity guy. You know, just talk about the experience that you've had this year, uh, you know, having the success that you guys have had. Uh, you know, Coach B, you know, and the defense staff uh, prepared us really well, you know. And it's just been a really good experience, um, you know, playing with my brother. He's a sophomore. Right. He's a junior right now, and it's just a great experience for me. Neil, how about yourself? Two interceptions this year. Um, obviously, you guys coming off of a five-game winning streak. Talk about your senior year experience this year as a senior and one of the captains on the defense. Uh, it's been really bittersweet this year because, you know, it's our last year being together, and I just thought um, what better way to go all out with the whole team. And um, just guys like Julian Ramos just getting us all pumped up. Like, love the game. Let me ask you guys. I asked Coach Afam uh, Leisure about this, and you know, I'll ask each one that you said so you can answer. You know, what, what what do you think was one of the major differences between last year and this year? Because you know, we see you out there this year, and you know, you look quicker. You're, you're you're quicker to the ball. You know, your defense seems to just to be playing together. Was there, is there anything, Pedro? We'll start with you. Is there anything that uh, specific that that you think may may have helped you to uh, to get that improvement? Well, it all started in the summer, you know, um, we went working hard in the summer and the spring, and honestly, we just play as a team together, you know, as a brotherhood, and we have more heart this year, we for sure do have more heart, we just push it to the ball, you know, the coaching staff, you know, how I said right now, prepares really good every week, and that's it, that's it honestly, uh, we just push it to the ball, we just play with heart, just to yeah. sure. How about you, man? Uh, I really think that just the chemistry we all have together, like we're really all all in this together, and uh, this has really made us close and trust each other and what our responsibilities are to make plays and trust each other. Good. Going into last week facing Franklin Neal, you guys had a big challenge. You know, Danny Walther, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the city. Uh, you know, Michael Hack, Gabe Stonewall. You guys really took it away from them. You know, talk about how that game plan really came about and how did that feel to execute the game plan the way that you guys were able to do and turn them over five times last week? Uh, I think the main thing was just our mental preparation. Like, uh, before everything, um, just our coaching staff preparing us. And, um... Just really our mental preparation, and I just thought, like, uh, everyone was doubting us. And, like, uh, not only we, like, shut that out from, like, our mentality, but we also, um, like, use that as motivation to prove everyone wrong. Uh, we're a real team. Pero it seems like every week when I'm looking at your guys' box score, I see double-digit tackles. Since it's your sophomore year. Um, yes, it's about scheme, it's about talent, but, you know, for the people that have never played linebacker, talk about that mentality of... You're not accepting less than 10 tackles per game. You know, talk about that mentality that you have there in the middle. Well, just competing, you know, competing to find a whistle. And just, just competing, so you have to just gotta compete to find a whistle. You know, the, the start of your season was it was kind of tough. Not exactly what what you expected. Uh, I, I'm just curious to, to see what you, uh, what both of you guys think about uh, uh, going to Midland playing. Uh, uh, from what I hear, I haven't seen them except on film. A good Midland lead team. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, it's a little frustrating. Just I, I guess our preparation going into it, like going versus this very uh, high-ranked team, yeah. I guess that like kind of got in our heads a little bit, which it shouldn't have, but that was the case. And I think uh, we just needed to be more phys- uh, more mentally ready. It's not that we didn't have the talent. It was just we weren't uh, mentally there. How about you, Pedro? Well, they're a good team. You know, no, they are. Uh, yep. They have size, talent, speed. But how Neil said, we just didn't we, we didn't prepare ourselves at all. And well, after that loss, you know, we came back and now every week we treat it like it's a big game and we have to prepare ourselves every week. Where where did that fire come from? You know, either you guys can answer this one. You know, obviously we talk about that start, but where was the turning point for that fire that you guys have been able to go on this role? Uh, this role here, five straight wins. Was it a practice? Was it a game? What is a film session? Uh, you know, what what kind of spark this five game win streak that you guys have played? Really, some of the best football around in this region. Or either you guys, anybody can answer. Um, I just think like after the Midland League game, it was kind of a slap in the face, like. 
really like we really need to get our things together and uh, prepare every week and uh, handle ourselves better and just like this season wasn't going to be a given like we really had to work for it so um, we just really took every day every practice uh, harder and just motivated each other bringing a different energy every day when we watched you guys last week against Franklin it was either you or your brother making plays. You know, yeah. you guys were all over the place. And, you know, watching film, you kind of see that consistency here and there. But it kind of went to a different level against Franklin. I have a simple question. How fun is it to just kind of be out there and, and to be able to bang heads with your, with your little brother out there? Little brother? Little big brother. Well, it's just, I guess, an honor, you know, playing with my little brother, you know. We played together since we were five years old. And, um... You know, my dad always pushed us, you know, every night, you know, this season to watch films together. And, you know, it's my last year, and just make it count with him. That's, that's the reason, just to make it count with him. It, I, I know, as, as coaches, we always say, you take it one week at a time, and you don't look ahead. But, you know, we're not on the field or anything, so let's, let us look ahead. Uh, you know, you're looking ahead at uh, what's left on the schedule, and maybe play obviously playoffs, not maybe, obviously playoffs. You know, uh, do you think, is there, is there anything that, that uh, you think might, you might need to get better at uh, to compete in the playoffs? Either one can answer. Um... I just think right now it's like we're all getting a little banged up now and then, so I guess just treating ourselves better, yeah. Um, getting more healthy going on with the rest of the season. So we're pretty banged up. You, you go, we both have been under the program with Coach Pamaliji since he took over. Uh, you know, just talk about what he means, you know, maybe more than a, than a head coach, but just maybe a father figure, something that, you know, that he's really kind of caught on to. I mean, you, both of you can answer Pedro start first. It's about kind of that, that rock that he's been for you guys of consistency over your four years there. Well, I remember the first time I met him was eighth year at Mall Middle, and he came to our classroom, and he just said, if I'm ready to play football, and I'm like, yes, sir, let's do it, and... He's just been a good head coach. He pushed us. He did pushing us since the first day I met him. And he's just a good coach, man. He's a really good coach. What about for you, Neil? What has Coach Fabuliji meant for you? Uh, I just think it's been really special. Just from starting from freshman year, like we were his first class right. all together, going throughout, and just like like having a having him let us see his growth throughout the years, and just being his first class. I I think that's very special to me. And there you have it, the Montwood Defenders, Pedro Escobar and Neil Cardiel, number two and number 58, right? Did I get number that right? Three. Number three. You see, were, were you were two. Were you two before? No, I don't know why I got number two, but number three, you're number 58 in your program. The Montwood Rams join us here on the High School Spotlight. When we return, we'll talk with Coach Schwatner and Coach Smith as you're listening to the High School Spotlight live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontalk Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House. 1550 ElPasoHeroPost.com, the website that cares about El Paso. Check out all the news, opinion, sports, and lifestyle from around the borderland right there on your web-enabled device. Wherever you may be, that's where we are. ElPasoHeroPost.com, proud supporter of Town Talk Sports El Paso. That's ElPasoHeroPost.com. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepare for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide, open 24-7, 365 days a year, Anytime Fitness has got you covered. For more information, visit AnytimeFitness.com. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030.
Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Pole, weekly previews, game recaps, Player of the Week, the Reporter's Roundtable, podcast, weekly standings, the scoreboard, coach and player interviews, videos, live broadcast schedule, and much, much more right here on TomTalkSportsElPaso.com. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontox Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Boulevard. Welcome back to Fourth and Goal Wing House. It's the High School Spotlight live from Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard. You can also listen to this on TownTalkSportsElPaso.com. The Montwood Channel is the Rams in the house here tonight, and we got a pair of coaches here joining the program. Coach Schwaner, who coaches the running backs, and Coach Smith, who coaches the cornerbacks. Defensive, I've never seen that in high school football. Is it specialty corners, or do you also have DBs too, uh, uh, safeties? Just uh, corners. That's, 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 that's <laughs> real, real. That's a very and the coach will say you look at me with those eyes, coach. Yeah, no. We, my uh, my defensive coach coaches the, the safeties and the corners and uh, the return men and uh, everything else. <laughs> all, all the skilled defensive guys. So let's start with you, Coach Wagner. Talk about kind of your coaching background. How did you get into coaching? Uh, you know, is there a tree, certain tree, coaching tree locally that you that you came uh, came from here in the city? I mean, not necessarily. Uh, my uncles have been really involved with our with our city teams, coaching with the bandits. And uh, ever since I was young, you know, I'm a product of Mallet High School. I went to elementary school in the feeder pattern. I went to Mallet Middle School. I went to Mallet High School, graduated in 2012. And it's, uh, it's something I've always wanted to do ever since I was a part of the program. And uh, I just spent, uh, I guess, a little bit of background. Just spent uh, one summer volunteering during workouts. Approached Coach Famaligi, told him I want to, you know, be any uh, be a part of the program in any way. So I just spent my summer, one summer, a couple years ago, volunteering and. Uh, opportunity came up and he gave me a shot. So my second year coaching, last year I was uh, working with uh, quarterbacks and running backs on the freshman level. Uh, another opportunity uh, for running back position, running back coach position, and he's given me a shot. And it seems like we're doing pretty well so far this year. How about you, yeah. Coach Smith? Where, where's your coaching background and, and kind of your specialty as, as you came up? Uh, well, I started off my career um, under the great coach Sepowich in the uh, Northeast. Oh. Andrews, I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Eagle class 06, baby. Okay, okay. So you know the uh, history there. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. That was just, it was just a special little bond over there being under a guy like that and uh, working for him for like four years. Then I got the opportunity to uh, coach with one of the Taurus brothers at Isleta, where I got my first D.C. Uh, position. And when Farmer, Coach Farmalisi got uh, the head coach, I had been hitting him up. Like, uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to just work with guys that I played with and things like that. So I ended up taking, like, a two-year hiatus, went to New, moved to New Mexico, moved back, and Coach called me, and, you know, I love Mountwood. I mean, green's my favorite color, and these kids are <laughs> awesome. And, you know, we're having a terrific year, and, you know, we got more to do. Yeah. Let me ask you, since you coach the running backs, coach, you know, I mean, have you have you ever coached anyone like like Chris Ramos? I mean, I'm sure, my, my one has had you know talent. It seems like every year they they got running backs. Oh yeah. Uh, and so uh, you know, what's different about Chris? You know, we we talked a little bit about about Chris Ramos with Coach Ramadiji, but you know, he just seems to be a special athlete out there. You know, it also start off with his character. You know, uh, day in and day out. You know, he's he's a genuine you know young man. You know, and like I know Coach Famaligi mentioned, you know, teaching them not only the, the sport of football and the game of football, but about life, you know, right. and, you know, and uh, his character, you know, yes sir, no sir, he comes out to work every day, and I would just start with his character, I mean, it's only my second year coaching, but to be able to have the opportunity to coach such an athlete and such a good young man, it's been definitely a blessing, you know, he makes my job easy, yeah, he definitely, uh, he definitely goes out there, you know, on Thursday and Friday nights and makes it seem like uh, I know a little bit of what I'm doing. And uh, he's, he's just a good kid, and I'm just so happy for him, and I want to see, uh, see him progress, you know, uh, with the time that we have left. Coach Smith, you guys had a daunting task 
going into last week, obviously everybody's talking about Danny Walter, you know, the Franklin offense with Gabe Stonewall, so many weapons. Right. Didn't phase you guys. You guys handled business. <laughs> uh, you know, talk, talk about that preparation and then not only that, but just the execution that, and the high level that you guys played. And not only that, but the previous weeks, you know, just setting the stage for really that performance that you guys had last week. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of a professionalist, you know, when it comes to technique and my guys uh, hustling to the ball. So I really, I really got on those guys about, um, you know, making it tight for them. And we, we do a lot of film prep, to be honest with you. There's a lot of film prep that goes into this. And then for those guys, when they get out on the field, it, it's kind of like, well, we've seen this before. You know, right. it's time to play. And, you know, going back to the Pebbles game, um, we kind of challenged our guys. Like, you know, hey, this is a big opportunity, you know, to kind of get your name out there and show the, you know, city what you can do and those guys stepped up you know outstanding i mean we got contributions out of our uh, safeties the corners and you know like my guy said uh we couldn't have done it without the d-line i mean they've been phenomenal you know on the front end and then in the back end we just complement those guys very well and so it's just right now like everything's meshing well together and we're enjoying it yeah, enjoy it while you can. You know, you don't know how long it's going to last, but uh, you are doing a great job. Uh, Coach Femlich is not listening right now, but so uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you both: uh, Does he give you a chance to, for you to put your two cents in somewhere? You know, either either a practice or uh, you know, game planning or whatever it may be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Definitely, and I, you know, I would. Uh I would hate myself if I walked away from this without thanking him. You know, we got Coach Croyle, we got Coach Sherman, Coach Portfield, all that offensive coaches, as well as our defensive coaches. You know, me being uh, only in my second year and already taking over this varsity role of running backs, you know, they've helped me a lot. They've taught me a lot. I played offensive line when I was at Mallwood, and then I moved over to defensive end when I went to Sol Ross for a couple of years uh, to play some ball and. You know, going into my first year coaching quarterbacks and running backs, you know, I was a lineman right. on both sides of the ball. And so it's definitely different. I never, sure. you know, realized it until I got into this, and I would be mistaken if I didn't thank them for that. So they've definitely helped me, and he definitely allows us, you know, when we have an idea, hey, coach, what do you think about this? And he'll take it in, think about it, sounds good, all right, we're good to go. And if not, he'll explain why it is that that wouldn't work. And to me, that's just, it's so great for me to be able to learn. Yeah. On the defensive side, Coach Smith, t- looking over the last two weeks of the season, what's a big point of emphasis for that secondary to continue just the hot streak that you guys have been on and continuing to play at the high level that you guys are on? Man, faith in, in, in the fact that there's no injuries. Uh, <laughs> That's always good. Uh, last year was my first year at Mountwood, and luckily I got through the season with, with two corners. But we've, we've built up depth in few acts about uh, – I had to look away for a second. Yeah, I'm trying to the, 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 stro- the strolls on my team, so <laughs> Me too, I got, I, I got, I'm invested in that. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. Um, but last year, you know, we were shorthanded, and I, after after last year's, like, disappointing season, you know, I went and talked to the Coach Pamelija about, you know, building some depth. So that that's something, like, uh, we, we, we praise and, and we try to coach up is, like, not just our starters, but the back end. Right. Um, if those guys go out for, like, a breather or, you know, they get nicked up or something, like, there's no drop-off right there. And it allows us to keep guys fresh. We're kind of giving up some of my secrets. But um, <laughs> that that's one thing that has helped us is, you know, injury-free and, you know, having guys who uh, may not play a lot, but they understand their role. And, you know, when that number is called, they do an excellent job. Let me ask. Let me ask you both. I'd like for you, both of you, to answer this because uh, you know, as I mentioned before, you, you're supposed to take it one game at a time. But you know, let's all be honest. Uh, you know, next coach, you, 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 there's there's just a little peak. You know, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, you know, uh, those types of things. And and you know, I mean, you you already experienced. Uh, big time games in Midland League, for example. Yeah, uh, just talk a little bit about you know how that experience uh, will help you at the, towards the end of this year. Well, we were young, yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season, and this this team really needed to you know kind of grow up and sure. kind of you know find their own way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you know you run into some juggernauts like that that yes. that humble you and show you where you really are. <laughs> exactly. And, and and that was the piece of humble pie we got. And you know, ever since then, those guys have, have, have they, really turned. They it have on. changed. Yeah. Yes, they have. So, How about you, coach? I mean, I would agree. Um, you know, 
doing that long travel, you know, we didn't get the result we wanted, you know, driving back, thinking about things, and then next week we ran into a bit of a, you know, a wall. And after that, we, we took a step back. We realized what we needed to do. The kids realized. I mean, the young men, as uh, how I, I like to refer to them, uh, they, right. they realized what we had to do, you know, to have a successful year. And they just turned a, you know, they turned the corner. You know, like uh, Coach uh, Smith said, they grew up a little bit. You know, a little bit of humble pie. And it's really helped them. You know, and we're looking forward, of course, take it week by week. But we're excited about the things that we could do. Sure. Coach Schwadner, Coach Smith joining us here on the High School Spotlight. Coach Schwadner coaches the running backs. Coach Smith handles the cornerbacks for the Montwood Rams. When we return, we'll talk to the starting offensive backfield as Chris Ramos and Sebastian Galvan join the program. You're listening to the High School Spotlight live on the Montwood Channel and also live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontox Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard. ElPasoHeroPost.com, the website that cares about El Paso. Check out all the news, opinion, sports, and lifestyle from around the borderland right there on your web-enabled device. Wherever you may be, that's where we are. ElPasoHeroPost.com, proud supporter of Town Talk Sports El Paso. That's ElPasoHeroPost.com. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepared for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide, open 24-7, 365 days a year, Anytime Fitness has got you covered. For more information, visit AnytimeFitness.com. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030. Mom, I have nothing to wear. Don't look at me. My closet's empty. I think I can solve both of our problems. You can't have my credit card. But the outlet shops at El Paso has more summer savings than your closet can fit. And valet parking. Now you're talking. Grab my card. Already ahead of you. With stores like H&M, Steve Madden, Under Armour, and more, the outlet shops at El Paso is hard to get off your mind. Enjoy our summer entertainment, pop-up markets, patio bar, and new styles up to 70% off. See website for details. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call your local State Farm agent, Jacobo Akeli, today at 778-2553. Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Poll, weekly previews, game recaps, Player of the Week, the Reporters Roundtable, podcast, weekly standings, the scoreboard, coach and player interviews, videos, live broadcast schedule, and much, much more. Right here on TontalkSportsElPaso.com. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontox Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard. 
Welcome back to Fourth and Gold Winghouse for the High School Spotlight Show live on Town Talk Sports El Paso, TownTalkSportsElPaso.com and the Town Talk Sports El Paso mobile radio app. Joining us next here from the Montwood Rams football program, one of the hottest, one of the most top backfields in the city, Chris Ramos and quarterback Sebastian Galvan joining us here on the show. Guys, thanks for joining us here tonight. Thank you for having us. Chris, to start with you, man, we talked in the spring, um, you know, you kind of understood what was coming, you know, what you had to do this season um, in terms of leadership, production. You've done that to the T, you know, just talk about your mentality, um, you know, from the spring, from when spring ball ended until, you know, now sitting week 10 of the season. I mean... We just ought to be a lot more hungry in general. Like the whole team, we were lacking a lot of a lot of leadership, like you said. A lot of we just weren't we weren't as a team. We weren't playing as a team like last year, and then we had a lot of individuals. And now, like it's just we're more united, and we're just firing in all cylinders now. Sebastian, kind of the same question for you, but your position wasn't fully in your hands in the spring. There was a three-way uh, battle for quarterback. Coach Famaligi basically said you took the bull by the horns. You know, talk about that mentality that you have, not only to take the bull by the horns, but lead your team on a five-game winning streak during the middle of the season. Well, um, well for me, it was more of like a, like a redemption season because last year uh, Jason Fernandez was the starting quarterback, and uh, Coach Fama gave me a shot for the Pebble Hills game to start it off. And I did really good, but uh, it, the the game ended short for me because I got hurt, right. and I was I was done for the season. And just like that, you know, I was feeling good, I was feeling hot, and then it just ended like that. So that kind of really motivated me to really push for that starting spot and to really take over and you know make the offense mine. You know what I mean? And just, right. And really lead them correctly and do it the right way. You know. Let, let me ask you, uh, Chris. You know, we've, we've been watching you since since you were on varsity, and and I mentioned to Coach Samadiji, uh, uh I was impressed with you lining up at the slot. You know, uh, would you would you prefer to catch the ball from the slot position, or would you rather uh, run the ball from the backfield? I, I know it's a tough question, but I, I'm interested to see what your what your answer would be. Nah, man, for sure, I'd rather prefer the ball the backfield. I mean, okay. I love. I mean, as long as the ball in my hand, I'm happy. But okay. Of course, um, of course, I've. I've been a running back guard. I've played running backs in city. I played a little bit running back in city, but I mean, I always, always just enjoyed playing running back in general. That's good, uh, Sebastian. Let me ask you. You know, one of the things that impresses me when when I look at your stats and also watch you on the field is uh, uh, your poise, number one, and then uh, number two, you know, your your uh, completion rate is sixty seven percent, which is you know pretty much unheard of in high school. That's, that's pretty good then. Only a man. <laughs> only a man. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what what uh, what got you to this point? Extra practice or you know learning how to read defenses? What actually was it? Um, I think what really helps me with that is the. Uh, my my uh, quarterbacks coach, okay. he's really on me. He's really he's really thorough in, in practice, and really makes it really I guess kind of easy in a way sure. for uh, for our game plan every week on what I'm looking for, what I'm going to read, uh, which guy I'm going to hit, and uh, it's just really making sure I'm focused on not forcing footballs and not making mm-hmm. bad decisions. You know what I mean? Just play smart football. Yeah. Over the past couple of weeks, it seems like the windows have gotten a little bit bigger for you. Um, coach attributes it to 23. You know, so much key on him. You know, what are you seeing out there where Yamil's getting involved, Carlos is getting involved, everybody's getting I mean, I can, you can throw me a pass on the press box. I'm hoping no way it's going. Just talk about it. You know, how it just, everything just seemed to come together for you guys. And maybe what was that turning point for you offensively now where it just seems like every read you're making, you're hitting money on it. That's true. But um, I feel like, yeah, you have to start with the run game. You know what I mean? Like, if your run game's working, I mean, pretty much everything else is going to work. And if the run game's working, that means linebacker's going to come down, safety's going to come down, corner's going to, you know, start pressing, and they're going to start playing the run more, which means it's easier for me to get guys open if they're playing man across, and, you know, there's no really safety help, you know So it's just it's easier to get open. And then plus my receivers, they're just, they're, their route running is great, their hands are great. They're just, yeah, my receivers can do it all. So it's not all just me. Um, you can also, you know, give credit to the line because obviously great run game, that means line's blocking. Great pass game, that means the line's blocking too, giving me time. So it's just, it's a real team effort. Chris, for you, seeing different guys step up over the past couple of weeks, obviously it takes a little bit of load off of you, but, you know, from the locker room standpoint, how good is it to seeing your boys going out there? And, you know, when they're number called, they're delivering. Yamil's taking an easy slant route 50 yards to the crib. You know, how fun is seeing that really develop, you know, and seeing everybody getting love on the offense now? I mean, it's great. Every week I go into saying the same thing, that everybody everybody has to eat. Yeah. I mean, it can't just be one person, not one person to carry a team. It's always going to be a team effort. And, of course, our line is going out doing their thing. We have a bunch of um, young talent on the team that's, I mean, they have so much, 
they have so much potential. I mean, this year they're already doing their thing. I can imagine their sophomore, I mean, their junior and senior years. And of course, Bash, he's, I mean, he's on fire right now. Mm -hmm. Everyone's on fire right now. It feels good. Let me, let me, I, I want to hear an answer from both of you, you know. Uh, the Franklin game. You know, uh, we, we watched Franklin, the Franklin defense quite a bit this year. You know, they were tough. <laughs> They're really tough. But, you know, the way that you came out and, and the scheme that you used, the way you attacked that defense, it seemed, it, you know, it really seemed pretty easy. Was there anything specific, aside from just the preparation, you know, any, anything specific that, uh, uh, that caused that? Uh, I know the offensive line did a great job that, uh, that night against a real strong Franklin uh, defensive line. But uh, it, was, is there anything that you can, else that you can think of that maybe made that little difference? We were the under. I mean, everyone thought of us as the sure, underdogs, sure. and that just lit a fire under us. If anything, I mean, Franklin is a, they're a great team. They have a great defense, but I mean, we're well prepared. And then uh, for us, I really think it was the senior class. You know, the senior class were the leaders of the, in the locker room. And uh, all the three years before we played them uh, this past game, mm -hmm. they beat us. And mm -hmm. so that was, like, we really wanted Franklin that bad, you know. And I just feel like since we've lost them, we've never beaten them. Yeah, we didn't want to go all four years never beating Franklin. That's, that's not something I want to, you know, live with the rest of my life. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we really use that as motivation to just really go out there and ball. You know what I mean? Really go out there and play like dogs and just and just go out and get that one, you know, on, on all sides of the, of the football field, you know. Through your varsity career, Chris, you've been kind of through the ups and downs of total seasons. You know, your sophomore season, you guys go to the playoffs. Um, when district last year, obviously you guys missed the playoffs. What statement do you think you guys have sent, not only for 1-6-A, but 2-6-A, over your guys' five-win win streak? What, what kind of statement do you think you guys have sent around, like I said, not only here, but, uh, you know, teams that you possibly could play in the playoffs? I mean, we don't want to mess around with. I mean, you go. <laughs> in the beginning of the season, everyone was counting us out. Everyone. I remember everyone in the team, in the locker room, the first game, I mean, even the first practices, everyone was saying how we were ready, like, I think, like eighth. I mean, that just upset us in general. I mean, we're ready, we're ready. Hey, we had y'all in the poll. We had y'all in the poll. We knew y'all would be some. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, Sebastian, looking at your season as a whole, you talked about redemption. You know, over the off season, how was that, how did you prepare to have a redemption season? When did it start for you? When did you feel like this is, I can go out there and throw five touchdowns one week and four the yeah. next week? Uh, to be honest, it all started right after I was cleared by the doctors. Right after I was cleared by the doctors, I started hitting the weight room. I started getting stronger. Because if you get stronger, you get bigger. That means it, it reduces less injuries. You right. know what I mean? So, I, yeah, right from then, I started, you know, hitting the weights. Um, I just started working hard. You know what I mean? And then I started doing, uh, it, was, it was like a connection football quarterback uh, receiver academy uh, with uh, Coach Valise, the you know, former right. head coach from Howard. Uh So, yeah, I was doing that with uh, the Valise brothers. And I felt like it really helped me out a lot, too. Like, it was really good preparation. Uh, they tell me on my footwork, my my release, um, you know, just stuff like that. My drop back and stuff, and I really, really, I really feel like that helped me out when, on how I'm doing this season. Okay, here's here's a question. You know, you're only supposed to look forward to to this next game coming up, okay? But we're gonna cheat a little bit, and and we're gonna don't tell look coach. No, yeah, don't tell. Uh, we're we're going to look forward two weeks, maybe three weeks, and you know, what's up ahead for you all? What what do you feel like uh, like is coming up for you? Uh, all right, so I feel like. Well, first of all, I want to start off with the district championship. I really, okay. we, I feel like we really, really want that. And we're gonna, we're gonna fight for hard for that one. Um, it's gonna be a great game against Americas. It will. And, but uh, really going into the playoffs, though, we're. Uh, what I've really noticed is we're only two against uh, uh, teams that are not from El Paso. Right. And I don't, I don't like how that, how that looks. Sure. How that, how it makes us look as a team. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like we're gonna use that as a motivation to really go out there and show teams outside of El Paso. That you know, like we, we can ball with them too, you know, mm -hmm. that we that we can hang with them. Yeah. How about you, Chris? I mean, the same thing. We're hungry for that DC, and of course, I mean, so Crows. Any district game is nothing to play in no, right. so you're right. going to focus you're on right. this first week, and mm -hmm. I mean, after that, of course. Um, we just want to go ball out, keep doing what we're doing, stay on, stay on fire. Chris Ramos, Sebastian Galvan join us here on the High School Spotlight Show. Fellas, thanks for joining us. When we return, we'll talk with defensive back Isaiah Peoples as the High School Spotlight Show rolls on live from 4th and Gold Winghouse, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, and you're listening to Town Talk Sports El Paso. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepare for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. 
with seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide open 24-7, 365, Anytime Fitness has you covered. For more information, visit AnytimeFitness.com. Anytime Fitness is proud to be the official gym of Town Talk Sports El Paso. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030. There are many reasons for families to be at the YMCA this fall. Sports, we have basketball, volleyball for different age groups, even adult leagues. Our fall programs include gymnastics, art classes, and swim lessons, and much more. We even offer homework assistant program after school. At the YMCA, we watch the kids so families can work out and achieve their health goals. Families that exercise together stay together at the YMCA. For more information, call 532-9622 or ElPasoYMCA.org. Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Pole, weekly previews, game recaps, Player of the Week, the Reporters' Roundtable, podcast weekly standings the scoreboard coach and player interviews videos live broadcast schedule and much much more right here on tontalksportselpaso.com fourth and goal wing house come watch college and nfl games on the largest hd screens in el paso enjoy some great wings all of our sauces are made from scratch 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce we're also home of the high school spotlight show every tuesday night at 7 30 we host the school talk to the coaches students staff and booster club and you can hear the show live on tontox sports el paso so join us fourth and goal wing house 1550 Hawkins Boulevard. Welcome back to the High School Spotlight Show live at 4th and Gold Winghouse, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, and we're continuing our conversation with the Montwood Rams. Joining us next on the program will be wide receiver Carlos Flores and defensive back Isaiah Peoples. Thank you guys for joining us here tonight. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. Let's start with you, Isaiah. Last week you had one of the biggest plays in the ball game last week with an interception, your second of the season. Take us kind of through that play again. Really revisit that play, and, and, you know, obviously it was a big play in the game, and, you know, just revisit what you were seeing and, and obviously the outcome of that play. Well, so the whole time uh, Danny was clapping, and the snap would take for a while, so I was like, you know what, I'll show a different coverage than I'm running, and I did the first. I came up, we were playing the cover three, and I came up, as a cover two and as soon as he clapped his hands I just dropped back and one guy came straight into my zone he just tipped up and I was right there and just landed right in my hands and I was happy to get the turnover for our office to get the ball they're on fire at the moment you know it's a big turning point in the game for you Carlos it seems like every every week when your five game win streak it's somebody steps up that last week was your turn you know talk about that versatility that you guys have on offense where any play any down it seems like anybody's number could get called to make plays all the versatility that our team has is amazing when we have a quarterback that's so amazingly consistent and our own line is just so consistent as well like giving bash time or whether it's clearing a hole for or a path for Chris Ramos it's just so many weapons that we have, and we're just glad to have a great team that's able to put up numbers that we have. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, some of your coaching staff. Because yeah, I noticed you guys, uh, receivers, for example, uh, not only do you run run good routes and, and catch the ball, but you know, I see you guys blocking downfield for Chris. You know, those types of things. Are, are those things that you that you spend some time on in practice, obviously? Oh, yes, sir. We spend lots of time practicing blocking, downfield blocking, staying on our blocks. We have to give a lot of credit to our coaches. It's all in the preparation. Our games, we just come together as one and just glad to take the W every single week we can. 
when I look at the defensive side, Isaiah, I, I see kind of the same thing in the offense, which you guys are developing. Multiple guys being able to step up, whether it's you, whether it's Neil, whether it's the defensive line that's played solid for you guys all year. And then last week, James De La Cruz has a big interception. You know, talk about the, the evolution of your defense, you know, going back to early in the season to now. What can you pinpoint what's been the biggest improvement, Mark, for your defense as a whole? Honestly, I think our biggest improvement was our coverage. In the beginning, we were kind of hesitant on, like, if we wanted to make the play on the bar just to secure the tackle. Mm -hmm. And now we have more trust in each other. Before, we had the corners weren't really sure if the safety would get there in time. And that's where I felt like we've improved. We've, we've gained more trust in each other, and that's why we were able to make the big plays. Like, I knew James was going to be where he needed to on that interception. I knew Cardi, I know Cardiel is going to be where he needs to be. I just know where everyone's going to be, so we can play our own spot, and we'll be fine. Let me take you back real quick. Uh, I, I mentioned this or asked this to, to the other players. Uh, you know, the Midland League week, okay, uh, had to travel. You know, and that's that's always tough when you have to go over there. And then and then you have to you have to play against a state rank, ranked team. Uh, how did how does that how did that help you to to put you in the position that you are are now, Carlos? Well, all it did was just add on to the fire. You see, we coming off a losing season and. All they did was add on to the fire that we just we needed to spark something. Like this Malwood team is it it's it's but we come together as one mm -hmm. and I just love the way our team has been coming together. How about you, Ed? Uh that game I didn't play that game but watching from the sideline I could tell like we needed like again the trust like we felt like oh I need to be here to cover this but then there's something behind like the safety and that's where I felt like after that week we started trusting each other a little more okay. and we started making the big plays right after that week and it's just that's when that game brought us stronger together because we were like we don't make, we don't want another 72 72 points sure. dropped on us you guys were, you've been a part of Coach Famaligi's first senior class, uh, you know, going, I'm pretty sure, Pedro told the story where he got recruited basically in eighth grade, you know, uh, starting with you, Carlos. Talk about what Coach Fam has been to you, not only from the minute you stepped on campus, but now and, and to still, you know, towards the latter part of your senior year. Coach Fama, he's, he's been way more than a coach. Like, we're just all a big family, and I'm glad that he's part of our coaching staff. And it's really, like, a whole team effort. Like, I'm just glad that he's our head coach. And, yeah. What about you, Isaiah? What's been in your experience like with Coach Fama? Uh, it's been a good experience. You know, in the be beginning, we were, we were kind of shaky on where I was going to belong, like, offense side of the ball, defense side of the ball. And then we got me to the defense side of the ball, and he's just put all his trust in me. He has me as his number one guy on the corners. You know, I'll be, I'll be covering a good receiver every sure. game because he trusts sure. me. And that's why I feel is we and him have a connection. You know, he has the trust in me, and I have the trust in him. We're looking forward uh, to uh, maybe not this coming week, but let's say two weeks, three weeks. You know, what, what, where do you see this team going? Uh, you know, last game of the season and into the playoffs. I feel like we can we can win district. That's what I want. Yeah. And then I feel when we go into the playoffs, we if we just execute the way we will, we'll, be, we'll go pretty pretty far. Okay. Carlos, you don't have any, anything else to add to that? <laughs> As an offense overall, Carlos, how how much better can this offense get? I mean, you guys are obviously peaking right now, but where's the ceiling for this offense overall? Well, there's always room for improvement. If you like. As long as we have our team coming together the way that it has been, I feel like there's no limit. Like, there's always room for improvement. I'm just... Glad the way it seems to come in Carlos Flores, Isaiah Peoples joining us here on the High School Spotlight Show. We want to thank the entire Montwood Rams program for joining us here tonight. You can listen to the replay of this on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also wherever you can find podcasts online. You can also catch this replay on TownTalkSportsElPaso.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TTSportsCP, Facebook.com slash TTSportsCP, and give us a follow on Instagram at TTSportsCP. So for the coach, Tony Grijalva, and for the Montwood Rams, we wish you a pleasant good evening from 4th and Gold Winghouse, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, the home of the High School Spotlight Show, every Tuesday night here at 4th and Gold Winghouse. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you Thursday as you've been listening to our continued Texas high school football coverage on Town Talk Sports El Paso.
Thanks for listening to the School Spotlight on Towson Sports El Paso. We'll be back next Tuesday to spotlight another school here at Fourth and Gold Greenhouse, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, home of the largest HD screens in El Paso.